This episode of Intergalactic Interviews is brought to you in part by Dressing Life's Wounds Clothing Company. Dressinglifeswounds.bigcartel.com. Raw, original streetwear. Check it out. How are you doing out there? This is, in fact, episode 66 of Intergalactic Interviews, and I am Jamie, some people call me MD, and I'm sitting here with a uh, pretty, pretty illustrious mama out there. I think uh, a lot of people love this dude. Uh, I know I do. We've been sitting here chatting for a little bit, and now it's time to get this goddamn episode together. Oh, by the way, where have I been? I have been trying to not uh, fall apart from having too much shit on my plate. And uh, that's why this is the first episode in a couple weeks. But that being said, let's just get down to it. Bottom line, our guest today, multiple Juno winner, multiple video award winner, multiple albums out, multiple head shakes as I, as I list all these things about him. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the illustrious Mocha Only. Oh shit! I like that. How you I like doing, sir? Illustrious. Illustrious. That's funny because, like in Freemasonry, I'm referred to as illustrious because my 32nd degree. Oh, you're rocking the uh, Freemason toque right now. Yeah. So all, all the all, all the brothers who've made it to the 32nd degree in mm-hmm. Scottish right, which is sort of separate from regu- regular Freemasonry, we're considered illustrious brothers. Illustrious so I brothers. Like that. Nice. You're right, you're right on the time. I threw that out there. You know, uh, my uh, I got an uncle who's a Freemason. No, my, my dad's brother. Say. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Every family's got some masons in there somewhere. Yeah. It was good. It's pretty common. I actually saw um some uh outside of my family. Uh this girl I dating right the girl I'm dating right now. Um her her parents were like showing me some masonry jewelry uh-huh. that that someone else had passed on in their family. Like that. Like that ring right there, yeah. yeah. It was like that, yeah, yeah. And I was looking at it like, oh man, this is pretty cool. I was trying to look it up online, find out what it was. It's not like Archmage, Grand Wizardry, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't, ain't nothing like that. No, I don't know any of the the dungeon crawling terms. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> the, you won't find any of those in in, uh, in Freemasonry. That's right. Eh? That maybe some other groups have that sort of stuff. Well, how you been, man? Are you doing well? Yeah, I'm pretty much excellent. Excellent. Illustrious. Illustrious. <laughs> I I was uh, I was really looking forward to this interview because like recently uh, you know I've been doing these Thursday releases. Certainly, is that my phone? Jesus Christ! The fucking the respect level I have. Okay, we can cuss like that. Oh, you, well, goddamn it, dildo yeah. fucker! <laughs> I wouldn't do this show if I could cuss on my own goddamn show. That'd All be right. the worst. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I've been doing these weekly releases. Uh, putting out music every Thursday. Yes. And uh, Sarah over at Hip Hop Canada. Shout out to Sarah. What, what up, up? What up? What up? What up? She's what up? so awesome, isn't she? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, she uh, she made an allusion to uh, one one of my releases called Speak Up, and uh, she she made an allusion to it that uh, sounds like Mocha Only is going to jump in here out of nowhere. Uh, I, was, I was like, oh, I had this itch to scratch in my head for a long time to be like, oh. You know what? I should probably get Mocha on the show. Yeah, here. so props to Sarah. Yeah, she so absolutely. Drop the seat in there. Definitely. Right so, uh, yeah, this is how that was the catalyst that moved this ahead. But this yeah, should have happened a long time ago. This should yeah. I should have had you a long time ago. Like, uh, uh, actually, some of the first dressing lice wounds pieces of gear ever debuted ever was uh, uh-huh. let's see, sleeping dogs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah, in the video for that, you were rocking a couple I pieces. Was, of gear. Yeah, I was rocking, 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 rocking. It was dope. Rocking, I was, Robin. 
I uh, I got a message from a friend like a couple months ago and was like, yo, I think I just saw some DLW gear in this video. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was like the original. Crazy thing is, I remember shortly after that, I saw this cat walking down Main Street and this dude was like, probably like close to 80 years old and he was rocking a fresh one still had the sticker on it and everything what yeah 80 yeah it was like you know he was an old man you know clearly he had good taste yeah. you know <laughs> yeah it was it was kind of a kind of a trip to see that <laughs> well i i, I was uh, look cleaner than mine dude i i my uh my gray one i have of oh, the snaps i have do you have the gray the gray and navy one yes yeah that uh it disappeared i don't have it no more somebody jacked it i was at a video shoot and i had face paint on and i decided that i was going to be drunk and wipe my face and didn't realize that i had face paint all over it so i still have like thumb marks on the uh, on the, snap the side stitching yeah snapperoo whack but uh that's always anyway uh look i i, I think uh, i think everyone wants to know what's going on with you lately i mean uh you, same as usual well that's what it's kind of been the theme around your career is is that uh, i just want to be consistent that's all you yeah. know i'm not trying to be the guy that's like oh, i'm gonna have my cologne line out and <laughs> i'm starting a barbershop quartet with the pope or whatever you yeah know, i'm just i do me like i strictly do me and i just see Less and less and less of that these days in this so-called quote-unquote rap game. Everybody's just doing each other. It seems like and it's it's, yeah. it's it's frustrating because over time it seems they've convinced the public that that's the way to go. It's just to, just to bite, just to do what everybody else is doing. Like it doesn't no spirit in in, in that in that sentiment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, I'm not one of the guys that's always been trying to be like, oh, look at me. I'm doing what I do. I just try to do my thing and showcase by example. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I say that, like, it's the truth. I'm just I'm just trying to be the best me I can be. That's it. Yeah. Who are you competing with nowadays? I, don't, anyway? I never you, competed right? with nobody. Just you, right? Just Yeah. And that's not even competition in itself, you know? Is that... Is that, well, I mean, like, like I know me, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I get together with me. <laughs> I get together with me like really frequently. I try to approach that. I, in a way I have, care. yeah. Well, I, I have a meeting with me uh, coming up on Monday, actually, and we're going to sit down and talk to ourselves. Get get things in order. Get things straight. We don't want to be slacking off. Now obviously. We can't. Yeah. Well, what, what do you got plans this year? You got things coming up. Things always, you want to do. Things always. you want to approach. I'm always balls deep into. Uh, different projects you know what i mean i saw you post something the other day you're going to be doing uh, a project called brutal and it's based on brutalist architecture that's correct i'm actually working on it right now maybe i'm even halfway through it halfway through it well i want to I, I gave myself sort of a a timeline like two weeks tops to finish it sort of you know what wow I mean? so you know and that's not really rushing it if i'm working on it every day but yeah that it's uh going to be called brutal and if anybody out there is into architecture or familiar with mid-century modern architecture then you probably know that well i should speak for the people that don't know yeah i was gonna say it now, hold on like yeah. i'm not i'm not uh well we'll start it off in mid-century architecture stuff that was post-war stuff when uh the world and particularly north america had a new zeal a new zest and, mm. uh and new money and wanted to you know, hire architects who had this this new vision of the world, sort of a utopian vision. And let's not dwell on the designs of the past. Yeah. 
Let's not reflect on what we've just been through with the depressing, the wars and the depression and all that. Let's let's come up with something inspiring that captures function in its form. So in a brutal form. Well, no, that's uh, I'm just getting <laughs> to brutalism. I'm talking about mid-century modern. Well, and now from that spawn brutalism. All oh, right. And <laughs> and the the look of brutalism, if you ever seen it, is these you know a, a heavy use of raw concrete, sometimes textured, sometimes not. You know what I mean? Um, real authoritative looking structures, like institutions. And a lot often institutions, less office buildings. Although you still see that, like downtown Vancouver, perfect example, Macmillan Bloedel building, the Macmillan Bloedel building on. Uh, Thurlow and Dunsmere. That's uh, that's oh, straight around the corner here. That's a great example of brutalism. Anyway, to cut all that stuff short, I'm trying to base a project <laughs> off of off of the feeling I get. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't well, exactly a, know how to explain yeah. how I'm going about it. I'm just I'm just doing it. I, I've been delving right back into architecture and studying and reading and looking through all these essays and all these books and paraphernalia that I have and just trying to get that feeling into the music and as far as the beats that i'm working on for it I'm trying to strip them down they're they're more they more so just serve their purpose less uh ornamentation mm. per se you know what i'm saying like oh, more, I, I know let's saying, just yeah. get right to the form yeah we don't need to dwell on a lot of warm fuzzy melodies mm. let's just do it i've been stuck on uh most of my releases coming out right now i've been doing a lot of like staccato type sampling Really? Like really choppy. Really choppy, but like um all more like soul kind of uh large professor type shit. Yeah. 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 So like I you know, that's kind of the vibe of it on, but like moving doing uh Mac's new record has been like uh we're just trying to re fucking Shout out to Mac. Yeah, we're trying to refuculate uh rude man basically into something even crazier yeah 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 well refoculation is is when you get to the point of refoculation you just have you have to run with it <laughs> and you can't dwell on it and you can't think too much about uh uh the methodology of it mm-hmm. to refoculate things you just have to you have to <laughs> encapsulate yourself in, in the moment but it's a, it's more of a spiritual angle do you feel what i'm yeah, saying yeah yeah I, I get that yeah what like I'm basically refoculating myself with this um, with this project called Brutal. I had another project I'd started on uh, um, back in the end of October entitled Magical Weirdness. And, you know, the theme was magic, you know, magic with a K. Yeah. You know, Aleister Crowley, like uh, Thelema. That was mainly the theme, you know, like find your true will and live it out and, you know, utilize the powers of the universe to your benefit but not to anybody else's detriment. And that was the theme, and it was going strong, and then I just got distracted with the holidays and with touring and all this stuff. So, uh, uh, Seems like some Grey Cloak shit, basically. No, not at all. No? Not at all. I mean, like, like, uh, not dark magic, not white magic. White magic. White magic? Yeah. White magic. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Nothing like that. But anyway, bottom line, what I'm getting to is... I uh, got distracted, and sometimes that happens. And I just had to, I had to pull the reins on. And whoa, Nelly, 
and um, <laughs> just came up with this project idea, and bam, this is where I'm at. Maybe I'll go back and finish the other one. Maybe I won't, but that's that's what I'm trying to get done right now. I love where you pull influence from. I love that. I love that you pull it from like yeah, architecture. Why not? Though, like, right? yo, I don't even know if I've heard of a Here, music here's project. Here's the thing. Let's 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 be honest with ourselves. And we see this in hip hop a lot, man. Like guys are getting so-called inspired or, or uh, off of stuff that they don't even understand mm. or they don't care to understand like what give me an example like what? i'll just like it almost seems like a lot of like wwf like r- wrestling sort of just like gimmicks not even gimmicks man just just it's the same old thing. I just see the same old thing. I'm aggressive. I have this hustle. No, you didn't know how to hustle. You're like a white middle class dude. You ain't got no real hustle. You're making yourself up. You're trying to turn yourself into like this street cat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I see this theme repeated all the friggin' time. And it's just, it's so tiring. But, I, you know, I never usually say anything about it because it ain't my business. Like, I don't, I don't really care about it. But it's just, it's so dreary. It's very tired. And, and it's it's so tired and, and like, you know, appearing dumbed down to the rest of the world when when you don't. You have the world at your hands and you have every type of inspiration at your fingertips. You know, you got your <laughs> fingertips all over the uh the the keyboard or Redemptive. whatever. I mean you, you knuckle nipples. I'm just yeah, you you know, you, you bring your dick out and you drag it across your keyboard daily and you're just not doing anything with it. You're not you're not servicing yourself or the world just by being redundant there's a million things out there like why not pull some other feelings into it you know what i mean i find it i find it crazy that more people don't do that that there aren't more artists like like i don't know like when i hear you be inspired by building architecture i think of like wow that's like such an untapped resource you know yeah well like every single thing that like but like the real trick to that is like what about it that sparks you that goes oh oh that's actually something I could take from that I could make something based off like a whole project based off yeah that. at the same time like I'm not trying to fly this flag of superiority or whatever I'm not rolling around in my own dick like uh you know trying to put light bulbs on on deer's antlers you know what I mean I'm what I'm trying to do is <laughs> just <laughs> Just do what I do. Yeah, it's it's as simple as that. I don't I'm think you like, come off like that. Do you feel like new... you come off like that? No, I don't. But some I, I I I'm a bit defensive, and I feel that uh, I have to use this podium right here to be able to explain myself better. You know what I mean? I feel like I don't know how. Like for the rest of the world, I'm good. But in this country, in this Canada thing, I feel like I'm really, really slept on. Like because people are just going for like the the regular okie dokie i don't feel like a big inspiration mm-hmm. across the board in canada and obviously there's exceptions to the rule you know what i'm saying but i i highly slept on here for real and i, I am going to bring that up you know what i mean like i don't know what people think man i just i find there's just no not a lot of like real love or support in the canada well i think it's weird that in I, anywhere in the U.S., I'm great. That's where I sell my yeah. records. Anywhere in the U.S. or even overseas, well, different I, countries. I think Canada, you know, it's weird. It's weird that it's in strange. in Canada that, uh, um, I don't know. 
there are people that will only support Canadian acts or that they even draw that distinction? Like, to me, it's just, it's good music. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've never, ever, ever put myself in that Canadian. I've never, I'm not a Canadian rapper. That's some bullshit. You're an artist. Like I'm I, just an artist. Yeah, see, like, I've traveled the world. Yeah, yeah I've lived. I don't in even the, consider I, you a rapper, bro. I, I, I live like in the U.S. An artist, like a half artist. my life. You know what I'm saying? Like back and forth, still to this to this day. I don't like to make all these divisions. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Why? Because we just woke up on this side of the the borderline, some imaginary line. That's like how because we were born on this side. I'm or North American, straight up. Yeah, that's what it is. I I got a a good friend, uh, uh, touring uh, folk artist here in the city, uh, Jesse Laborde. He has this song and he talks about like, yeah, you know, people never chose to wake up on imaginary borders. Like like if you're born in Canada, like that was just the roll of the dice. No one fucking knows. And then for the rest of your life, you have to always like rally against that or use it for you. Like it's. It's kind of a weird, nah. weird uh, label. It's funny though. At the same time, it's sort of hypocritical from my stance because I am. I do think regionally, sort of. You know what I mean? In like what I way? Th- in well, way? in what way? I think of instead of being like uh, uh, I'm West Coast Canada. I don't ever think about that. I think more like Cascadian, like you know. Um, oh, I see. Okay. Wow. Yeah, okay. Pacific yeah. Northwest. West. Yeah. Oh, Portland, so like Seattle, Vancouver. Regions. Yeah, yeah like straight regional. Up region. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Because if you look at the lifestyle, the architecture uh, in Vancouver, uh, history, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of... There's more commonalities with the rest of the West Coast south of here than there is with east of here you oh feel absolutely me? absolutely because it, it feels like we're going into like mini texas if you go east yeah but if you go south it just feels like <laughs> south van basically yeah basically like, you know? <laughs> and it's just got its own flavor you know mm-hmm. but, i mean this whole like you're right cascadia this whole like pacific northwest portland like uh seattle this this whole area even all don't the way forget down olympia and lacy oh cannot forget them or kent <laughs> i don't think they Bellingham. yeah i don't think anything we could do could ever help people Nanaimo. not forget portions of those places yeah i love vancouver island though van island man you, you get lots of love out there i don't know you don't okay now that's like Second, third time I've heard you say that, where you're like, "Oh well, well, I don't know. I want to address this." So you you kind of put yourself in this like creative cocoon. Now is that like in between projects, or is that like all the time you selectively like just put yourself out there? Like I'm not the guy that's sitting around googling himself all day. You know, what I'm fair saying? enough. Yeah, I just I I I I don't try to sink myself into this cocoon, and I just it just is all I all I'm think about is just being a musician right and just being uh, being an artist straight up that's all i think about i'm just i'm living in that like right now I'm, I'm putting beats together in my head as we're speaking i'm multitasking you know what i mean i'm jacking off my brain my my brain <laughs> you sampling my voice my baritone i don't know what i'm doing yeah <laughs> i have no idea what i'm doing i'll just do i'll just do it so when i say that like you say i get a lot of love there i i hope and I'm grateful if that's the case, but I don't always feel aware of it. But I have a lot of love for Vancouver Island and the world for that matter. Yeah, Even man. Venus and Jupiter, I'm very familiar with them. Way out in Mecca 5, I can tell you 
the, you know, you got some support out there. Absolutely. Yep, with the drizzle snorps and the ver- verposian uh, snarbarglers. <laughs> How did you know about that symposium? That was amazing. That was good knowing. Good, I was good born people. knowing. I warm it up, Chris. I'm about to warm it up, Chris. That's what I was born to do. Jump, jump. <laughs> that little uh, crisscross ref? Is it? Is it? Is it? I, uh, I think so. It isn't, isn't, isn't. isn't I thought isn't. you were going to do some BDK and do some fucking warming up Kane. No, that's, uh, we don't, we don't address Big Daddy Kane. We only address cool groups like, um, Criss Cross. <laughs> Directly? Yeah. Trans-link. Actually, you know what? Rest in peace to Chris Kelly, though. I mean, he, that's, that's sad. He, oh, he died from Criss Cross? He died from, he, from death like a while ago. Did you ever meet him? No. No. I'm truthfully, like, all joking aside, I'm more on the Big Daddy Kane type of... <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, I know, I know. But, uh, yeah, we had to give our moment to TransLink's favorite group. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. What What is it about uh, nowadays for you with, with, with music? Mounties. Mounties. Like, uh, the RCMP? Yeah, the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police Force. Mounted. So that that's like where you that's where you feel like you want to bring your music, yeah. trying to trying to draw that. Well, I, I have been. That's basically as you roll around with brigades of them. Brigades dressed in you know the traditional Mountie garb. <laughs> we hand out pies to the children. What kind of pies? Well, I, I'm not really at liberty to say. <laughs> so you hand out these mystery pies to children. Mystery pies. Mystery we'll, pies. We'll Are they like blackbirds baked within them? Yeah. Like, something uh, like that. Some magpies. Oh, I like that. That sounds like a fairy tale or something. Is that a nursery rhyme? How's that go? Know. I have three million noses. Three. <laughs> well, surely you can smell. Surely goodness and mercy. Surely. Yeah. Goodness. Don't call me Shirley, please. This is like one of the best interviews I think I've ever had on here on the show. And I've never <laughs> had an inkling to play basketball. Not even once. How tall are you? Hmm, five two. No, no, I'm six four. Six four, right? Yeah. yeah. In imperial measurement, because I was born in the early '70s, so I still think in imperial measure instead of <laughs> metric. I still measure shit in feet. I was born in '85. I was born in '85, and and I still rem- everything. That's kind of legitimate, well, sort of, because I mean the metrificate the metric commission who was in charge of met- the metrication of Canada. Disbanded in 1985 with uh, really Mulroney's government. Yes, I didn't know that in '85. Yeah, maybe that's why I've always felt conflicted. Well, I, uh, we never finished. Canada never finished metrication, so there you go. That's a uh, that's a weird thing that only certain parts of the world no measure it, almost things. the entirety of the world is metric, fully metric. We no, are, I I know that uh, with the imperial system, like with just America. Like everyone but America. America and Canada, basically, because yeah. we're, well, actually, we're halfway. We're th- halfway. That's right, because you know the Olympics and shit. When they when they put up like a roster of a team, they'll be like so and so is one hundred and sixty three centimeters, and I'll be <laughs> or uh, they always do that with the Olympics because metric is the measure of the world. Really? Yeah. But then I look at the American roster, and they'll be like, "This, this guy's six three, and he's two yeah, twenty. That's what they stick into it. You know what I mean? Why? Why do you think America's like that? Why is it they hate? Why is it they hate the only sport the whole world loves in football, uh, in in soccer? Well, I, don't know. I, I can't really generalize like that. 
why there's got to be something to the American mentality. I feel something that makes them want to be like so different that they stand up against the stream no matter what. Like the whole world's using metric, the whole world like soccer. They're they're like no, but yet they're the leading. Metrication was proposed for the United States in the late 1800s, and in effect, has already been implemented in the most important sectors in science. Mm-hmm. U.S. is completely metric in uh, in the NASA program for space metric in uh, healthcare um, hospitals yada yada I, I can't think to speak eloquently right now um, got another beat they're going. already metric <laughs> you know what I mean yeah so they they push for it they just haven't continued they haven't progressed from that point now i don't i don't want to speak for you but uh i mean you certainly don't come across as like an envious kind of green guy ever ever mm-hmm. and and uh i don't ever feel like that ever in, in industry wise like, yeah, why should i like exactly like why should you exactly so i would like to i would like to know as a producer mm. are, are there ever times when you hear a release someone else's release some production out there that comes out and you go, ooh. Nah, I was talking I about wish this I recently. Liked, I wish I produced that. I wish I'd bit done that beat. I was yeah. talking about this recently, all right? Yeah. This came up. I re- There's this one song that I always think of that I wish I had both produced and rapped. <laughs> Q-Tip, Let's Ride, produced by Jay Dilla. No shit. Yeah, that was a dope, dope fucking know, song. That song yeah. like encapsulates that era. Like It came out at the end of 99, right? And... I just kept rocking it like right through right through 2000 and 2001. That was like, that song just captures that period. So when I hear that song, it's like crazy nostalgia. Yeah. And recently I was invited to uh, take part in um, the official Dilla Day celebration, which was held at 303 Columbia. And I actually oh, did, yeah. I did a cover of that. Did A-Row do that shit? Yeah. Yeah, A-Row put that on? A-Row's in my new crew. We'll talk about my new crew in a minute. Oh, shit. Um. But yeah, that was great. I did a cover of Q-Tip, Let's Ride, and I'd never done it before, and it was <laughs> super fun. And right at that moment, I'm on stage, and I'm, I'm feeling like Tip. Tip is like my, if not myself, Tip is my favorite MC of all time. Q-Tip, yeah, my no favorite sh- hip-hop individual, period. The abstract. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, A-Row. Shout out to A-Row. Um, well, actually, just wait, pause the game. I Now that I've like heard you say that, about Q-Tip, that makes like so much more sense to me. Yeah, he's, his he's, beats, man. His beats, his his, uh, his, his rhymes, his lyrics, everything. Wow, man! You know what? That that is a huge piece to the the I got a only for you. It, it, just yeah. for, from an observer observational standpoint, sure. Who did you think I was influenced by? If if you had to name a name or two, just curious. Uh, I gotta be honest, man. Like. Like that's a th- what would it seem like if you had to just if I put you on the spot right now? What would you think? I, was uh, I gotta be honest. You don't seem like you, like you, you're, you're you. you I know? hide my influences. Yeah, yeah. Like you're exactly. Easy like, E was a big influence on me. Oh yeah. Was yeah. It, now was that like more of like a poster up on the wall kind of influence, or was it like nah. this guy helped shape my vision a little bit? Yeah, basically. You do you understand what I'm saying when I'm like oh. You look, you look like, uh, you like you, you look and you sound like your, I've your been own thing, your own path. Working so hard yeah. for years to try to do that, to shed yeah. 
my influences, you know what I mean? Right. Well, there's nothing worse when you hear someone and you're like... This is what I was talking about before. This, totally. And you're like, this guy, all he does, he clearly... He, this guy likes Drake. Like, for instance, this guy like, likes, my man yeah. Snack the Ripper. Like, right. he came out on his own thing. And it's like, maybe somebody could draw a parallel to, like, Onyx or whatever. But I saw Snack as... Yeah. I was one of the first believers in, 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 in his stuff, you know what I mean? And he's he's really dope. And now um, he's like in. But but what I'm saying, mad is, with yeah. But Onyx, let me finish. Right? You keep cutting me off, man. Uh, I, I yeah. train my frame of thought, and I don't know where I'm going with it. Oh, it's going on, man. Go ahead. Uh, I like jube jubes. I went to the store and got some jube jubes. <laughs> see what see, I did? That, this is what I'm. T- yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. That. It's all right. <laughs> but with snack, yeah, it's like I feel like a bunch of people are just tr- jumping on, trying to be little snacks, and you know, maybe he finds it flattering, but I'm sh- I'm sure it kind of annoys him at the same at the same point. It's not that hard to. To you know, you're gonna have your influences, but it's not that hard to just come with your own shit. Like it's not you just look inside yourself and like, oh, what do I like? I like jujubes. Um, I'm interested in, uh, um, I'm interested in the geometry of pine cones or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, as silly as that is, but like, put that out there. Like I love to masturbate and, and write graffiti, or to. I like to fly paper airplanes, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm interested in architecture. I like trains, whatever. Like, my friends are like this. I went to this school. This school kind of helped shape me to be this. Um, I'm totally in the streets. You know, I beat people up. What, Like, whatever. Like, let that. This, this is what I'm talking about. I just hear guys doing, like, this weed rap. Like. Weed rap. <laughs> yeah, like this fake, <laughs> this fake struggle, man. Yeah. Like this, it's it's crazy, and like no one, they they should look into themselves and be like, and know that like they from a middle class environment, they really didn't have it that hard, and there's nothing wrong with being born with like half of a silver spoon in your mouth. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you're born just how you said before, you're born how you're born. Mm-hmm. You grow up how you grow up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There's nothing to be ashamed of. Like. I didn't grow up super poor. I grew up a little poor, but I don't dwell on that. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, if you grow up middle class or whatever, like, don't. Why try to emulate and try to push yourself into this like street mentality and and talk about these struggles that don't really exist for you? You're a twenty something year old middle class white man. You have the world at your fingertips. Yeah, you have an advantage over. Yeah. Every other minority, the privileges someone would have, and to then have you're that. So- yeah. talking about just uh, it's such a struggle. I'm smoking all this weed and I'm just <laughs> lost in the haze, and these streets are doing this to me. Yeah, it's super fucking goofy, guy. <laughs> like, guys, listen, just look inside yourself and just and just realize that, you know what I mean? But who am I? I who the fuck am I? I can't. I'm just talking. Well, you're Mocha only. You have you have a pretty good track record. You have the ability. I'm to I'm not speak trying to up. be the king of nothing, though. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, but I'm, I asked you your opinion. I mean, that's what yeah, I want. I'm trying to be the king of my, my. Like, I could come out on some cocky shit and like. The reality is in Vancouver. Like, there was only a few of us at the beginning, and that's right. without our contributions, there's a good chance that a lot of these people would not even be doing what they're doing. But. That's right. I remain humble. I'm not going to take the credit for that because I also don't want to sound like the old bitter veteran, you know what I mean? Ah, to me, dude, side. I'm just on yeah. the beginning of my journey. I would hope. Yeah. I would hope. You know, I'm trying to, 
get more and more inspired all the time. Where are we going with this? <laughs> well, well, you brought that up. I, I, I think it's a good. Uh... <laughs> First of all, let me just assure you that everything's rad. Everything's going fine. Everything's rad. That's yeah, good, for yeah. sure. For sure. Well, well, here's you. You brought up a good point. But starting your journey, you feel like that's like you're just starting your journey. We were talking about influences. That's, that's what right. It was well, well, this brings me to this point. Um, how do you feel with with the uh, the the growth of your career because uh, the past decade you had you had such a a, a, a huge huge rise yeah uh, up in uh, like 2002 2003 yeah because I was had that I had the group I was doing the thing with with smaller members and um and you know God bless like yeah it was a really great time it was to me. It was a, a side project for me that grew into like this full time thing, and it was really difficult because I, I want I had all the solo stuff I was doing as well. Always That's been right. a solo yeah. artist, right? So to balance the two became a little bit of a struggle, but <clears throat> overall it worked out. I'm I'm glad it happened. Mm-hmm. Certainly no regrets, and I have nothing but the utmost love and respect for um, my former partners. You know, I remember hearing this EP back in like. 2002 2001 now this is like trading shit on like napster and oh yes, yeah, like yeah word, word. i remember uh i was like fuck man i was like 2001 i must have been 16 15, oh, okay 16. i was like 40 or something <laughs> well like I, I remember hearing this you had an ep with like mad child and it was like just the two of you i don't yeah. even think prev was involved I yeah mean, yeah yeah well that yeah me and mad child had like a separate group we were trying to just have fun yeah. and do. So all it was was experimentation. Right. And out of all the like groups, like me and Prab had a group, me and Matt had a group, Swollen was the one that it just people connected with it. You know what I mean? That's what stuck. Yeah. It's what stuck. And it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun until it came to a point where, man, I, I feel like we got lost in the wheels of the big industry game. And it, it, it really like killed it for me personally mm. it made us feel like agitated you know we get confrontational with each other and i just i just had this vibe i was like you know i approached him one day I was like i'm just thinking i'm just gonna get back to just doing my own thing guys like keep it battle axe whatever but if that's cool and they were they were cool with it i mean it wasn't they weren't like stoked but Matt child i didn't prevail yeah Matt child prevail and, and rob. rob yeah and i knew they'd be fine and they are yeah, I knew they'd be fine, and just like you know, they didn't need me. It was just like a cool thing we had all together. You know what I'm saying? That's very humble of you to say. I, I would say like a lot of people probably probably prefer the material that they have with you o- uh, overall. You know? Oh uh, well, to each to each their own. You know means, what I, mean? I mean, it's subjective. But I, like, I enjoy what we did. I, I I tell you this much, and I can I can definitely feel comfortable in saying this. I preferred doing raps with them as opposed to singing. Singing's never been my strong point. Like it's something I like to do in the bathroom by myself. Oh right, but oh, so I like don't feel injected and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was a cool experiment. By the way, talking about fuel injected, I remember the day when we recorded that when we was at the studio and we had that beat. And um, what did you guys record Keem, that? Big up to Chemo, by the way. That oh, was yeah. at 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 Hippo Sonic Studio where we did everything. Oh yeah. Anyhow. I remember going in there and Matt and Prabhat just, you know, they had put out Balance, right? The first album. And uh, 
that that was you know they were starting to get a real good response from that so mm -hmm. we're like let's do more stuff together again because i had taken a reprieve like you know we came together in 95 or whatever and then i kind of pulled off and wanted to do solo shit and then came back in 2001 whatever right so we went in the studio and i heard the beat i'm like all right i'm, I'm not even gonna, not even a rap on this like i got a different idea and the way the beat was laid out was like just like how would we trade off the verses anyway it just wasn't like just the structure of it but there's this bridge part and i'm okay. like oh man okay i'm actually gonna sing on this and then this thing came into my head within 15 minutes i had it laid it down and i knew right then and there that that would change everything forever for for the group i knew it Damn. i knew it would become an overnight sensation and it did it it got us it got us a new record deal with with network and yeah. management and um with with network also overnight man the song went out to like some stations the local stations that, that broke it and we shot a video for it we had a very fun time doing like this tongue-in-cheek video like <laughs> shooting at this mansion like it was people don't realize that that was satire we had all this like we were trying to like you know we had like uh, fur coats and like fireplaces and like feather boas and stuff. Yeah. It was pure fun, yeah, just fun but it was man. satire. Yeah. And we delivered it in a deadpan way. People ate it up and they thought we was really living like that. But I knew, I knew it. We, I, I just knew it would blow it up. Now here's the funny thing: like I've talked to the guys before about this. Like three years ago, maybe less than that, I sat down with them and I had a meeting. I'm like. We could do that again, you know, if you want. And they were all on board, and somehow it just kind of fizzled out. Momentum, you know? Sometimes these things just... But like, if that opportunity ever came up, like you want to test the waters and try that old formula, I honestly think people would enjoy it, you know what I mean? But then again, it was like, I'm so busy with my own stuff. Matt's very busy with his own stuff. Prev's busy with his own stuff. Rob's busy with his own stuff. And then together they have the Swollen Member stuff, too. And then Mad's got to handle all the Battle Axe Warrior stuff as well. So yeah, that's right. I got my own thing. This is what I was getting to. Is like talking about Aero there. Torchlight Commission. That's my crew. That's my movement, my personal movement. I'm always going to be a Battle Axe Warrior for sure. Like, I was one of the originators, right? But Torchlight Commission is my crew. It's me, Illa J, who some people know him as Jay Dilla's little brother. That's right, yeah. But I pr we prefer not to put it out there like that to the world, but... I guess I just did. That's, well, it's respectful, though. Like, I know you're saying. Because Ella J. John, he's his own person. Yeah. And I'm, it must be a bit difficult to have to, like, you know, like, humbling, but difficult to navigate that when people keep trying to approach you, like, hey, JD's little brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, no he's, he's on his own stuff, and he's a dope musician, man. He's, he's a, a, a visionary of his own right, for sure. Um, so, so also like, we got Nick Wisdom, right? Who's Vancouver as well? Eli Murrow, um, Aero, like I said before. Aero, my yeah. man Mosaic Beats. Mosaic. He's also towards yeah, like right. Commission. My man Mister Brady, who's an old time battle axe warrior from San Diego, mm. now lives in Long Beach, California. My man Elemento, another rapper from from California, Long Beach. Uh, my old homie Ishcan and. Uh, yeah, we we got some we got some heat. Like my boy John Rogers from uh, Columbus, Ohio, who's dope on the beats and the mic. So the majority of us both make beats and rap. 
and torts like commission is just that's it's just like an umbrella sort of like native tongues was yeah you know you what i'm saying yeah so we're not trying to come on force like you know like like here's the crazy compilation album we're like wu-tang and not like that <laughs> but yeah. we work together and we have respect for each other we'll repost stuff on the internet from each other um we'll do some tours where like there's different combinations of us i've done a whole lot of stuff recently with illa J. me and him are probably going to do a, like a full-end project at some time um i'm doing stuff with nick wisdom i w intend to produce and put out an album for aero got lots of stuff i've been doing with elemento and mr brady like the list goes on man yeah and uh, we're just trying to have fun with it. And the thing is, we are all from a certain school of thought, like jazz and soul music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. that's where we're going with this. And, and, and it's like, that's not, there's all these other movements that exist out there. And I just see this big open lane for this type of thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Torchlight Commission, man, that's Torchlight pretty exciting. Commission. That's pretty exciting stuff. Like, all, you know, the names you got involved there—that's that, like this is some pretty, uh, pretty interesting mix. I think. Yeah, like a lot of cats that are more behind the boards, and then we got some like good cast that's this. Uh, they're doing the uh, the old rapping thing, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. I, and I, some I, of these guys I have such history with. Like, I've known Elemental for so long, man. Yeah, right. I've known Mr. Brady since the beginning of the '90s. When I used to live in San Diego, like this is crazy. Damn, that's like <laughs> <laughs> he's the first rapper I met when I moved to San Diego. That's crazy. Yeah. The first, yeah, man. Fast forward, that's a, that's a hell of a hell of a journey. Yeah, for sure, man. No so kidding. I mean, I'm not looking for more inductees. It's just like it's guys. We've all 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 been working. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I've known L.J. now for like some years as well too. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember having him over to the house like a few years ago that was the first time i met him back then and um yeah man he's just got his own he's got his own vibe he's really he's he's not jay dilla he's illa jay um, that's that's always like so crazy when a family member is like iconic like a star yeah you know you gotta do it like like do you have any uh any family that's uh in the industry or not no no i'm just sort of like the black sheep of the family i was gonna say like if you had like a like a cousin or or a, or a sibling or something like that. I that don't. Would, you know. I totally got a pee, but I, I don't have any cousins oh, you do? or siblings or whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't we take five seconds Let's, here? And let, we could do that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I had to pee and it was it was just fine. I like the bathroom in there, the old school <laughs> bathroom. Dude, it looks like the Godfather, doesn't it? It does. It reminds me of somewhere that like I actually wouldn't want to just show up on my own. Like You never know who's going to roll in there with like Tommy guns and stuff. It's like something like a like a piece taped behind the bathroom, like a, like the toilet. Red, <laughs> green, blue reindeer. Like a what? A, what kind of reindeer? I don't know. I was quoting Cool Keith. Oh, Cool Keith. Like a red, green, blue reindeer, dead, <laughs> lying down with a fawn, copulating and having sex. Shout out to Cool Keith. Yeah, dude. Ultra magnetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Um, Doctor Octagon, Doctor Doom. That's right. Yeah. I'm uh, Dr. Do Much. You Dr. Do Much? Yeah, I do too much. Too much. Talk Came to up you. with that name, like, I put it in a rap, like, it was the very beginning of 2003. I remember just, I wrote it in. It was almost like a freestyle. I just, I'm Dr. Do Much. I do too much. 
uh, and then you do little for the something, 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 so suck, like whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it always stuck in my head, and I started using it like, like a year or two ago as like another uh, uh, alias. Al- well, not really, just like another moniker, you know what I mean? Moniker. My new one is Kareem Serene. I also came up with that in like... Kareem. 2003. Yeah, Kareem. I changed my name to Kareem. It's not Dan anymore. It's Kareem. Kareem. Yep. K-A-R-E-E-M. I like that. It means generous one. And I think I, I exhibit that through... Uh, yeah, it's an Arabic name. I, I think I exhibit that through, you hear that through too? music. I, I think the AC just it sounded like it just pushed yeah. forward or something. AC. Maybe, well, this building's pretty old. Maybe it's supernatural. That's fine with me. Maybe they're that responding. Just, doesn't bother me at all. They're responding to your energy, Mocha, only. Uh, maybe. They, uh, they're responding to the Masonic symbols on you. Well, I doubt it. <laughs> this building might have been built uh, by Masons. It's it pretty old. This is like, yeah, well, well, if you look at it like... Pretty old, man. How things used to be. I mean, you know, even in the mid-century, like one in every four men belonged to some sort of fraternity, some sort of brotherhood. You know what I mean? It was super common. It's not that, I mean, there's still over 6 million of us now. I got people everywhere. That's the great thing about it. Like, a, it, I, it's, it's a real, true brotherhood. Yeah. I got people in every sector. I got people, you know, in law and the police force. I got people to do graffiti. The, like, you know, I'm speaking about Freemasons. Yeah. You know, I, I have people that skateboard professionally people that do music people that are bankers like it's it's just it's really it's a trip how do you how do you respond when like because i mean you're you're very open about it like you're wearing uh logos and and whatnot so how do you respond when people have like like stone cutter kind of comments or something they're like Uh, most of the time just leave it alone because the guys that are really far down the rabbit hole with the misinformation YouTube scholars, I like to call them. <laughs> you can't change their mind. Man. They're so adamant about, no, we know what's going on. How are you going to know what's going on if you don't belong to it? It's as simple as that. That's a good point. Well, think about it, man. When I was in, in grade school, in grade two, I didn't know what was going to happen in grade three. <clears throat> the only way to find out was to actually do it. Freemasonry is open to any good man. If you want to join, you just join. You apply. You find a lodge and apply. It's not that hard if you really want to know what's going on. Do they come to your home and uh, make sure you're a decent human? Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. How'd you know that? Because uh, I, I, uh, I was tagged. <laughs> I was tapped for... Uh, You'll never be tapped, though. You have to come from your own free will and accord. So, well, I was just like... I was... Any, any, any mason that comes, approaches you and tries to get you know imply that you become a member if they're not just joking around like you know you we don't advise that like it's not the way to do it yeah no. somebody should come from their own free will but yeah what what happens is there you know when somebody applies and they're interested we put together what's called known as an investigative committee and i know it sounds sinister it's not it's just like get three guys to come and we meet up and just shoot the shit find out what you're about just see if you're a good fit for the lodge see if what your areas of interest lay in you know what i mean that's because when you join a lodge you join in a family it has to be a good fit we're adopting somebody it has to like and because freemasonry's primary concern its real true function is harmony and happiness and equality. So you got to make sure whoever's coming in is of sound mind. If they're not, 
you know, they stand a chance of upsetting the harmony that we're trying to create. When you, when we have meetings in Masonic Lodge, it's a reprieve from the bullshit of the world. It's a safe haven where happiness and harmony like persists and pervades. You know, we're lucky to be able to have that. Yeah. Um, so we're careful who we let in. You know what I mean? We there don't is background a, checks. You don't want a goddamn psychopath. That's what I'm talking about. Anybody yeah. who who disrupts the harmony of the lodge is not welcome. But if you're just an interested person and you're just a, a decent person and you're of, you know, the, the required age, yeah, come check it out. It's It's been really beneficial to me. That's what I'm saying. That's good, man. Yeah, I'm glad. I, yeah. I'm glad you feel that way. I, I just, enjoy it. It's just yeah. great. It's the place I can go where there's other guys that are just like me. And when I say that, like, seriously, dude, like, a lot of the guys that I kick it with that are Freemasons are, like, they're music enthusiasts and tattoo artists and, and skateboarders. Yeah, it's not quite the iconic Yeah, when the people think of guy. the worshipful master of a lodge. Yeah. And worshipful, people get that twisted all the time. That's just an old British term meaning like a venerable person, like a respected individual. Right. Anyway, when people think of the master of the lodge, they usually think of this old like white guy with gray hair or whatever. No, it can be anybody. It's like any race, any creed, any background, any age, whatever. Like my homeboy, my homeboy Greg, he's the master of Burnaby Lodge and he's like 30 years old. And he's a young skateboarder guy with gauge earrings and he's got covered in tattoos, but he's the master of a lodge oh, yeah? going on two years in a row. It's like people have it all mistaken, man. It's just we're there to have a good time, to learn to better ourselves and to learn to live in better harmony with the rest of humans out there. You know what I mean? Not to say we, we won't be without our faults. Like I still get frustrated at people. I just have to try to govern myself accordingly. Govern yourself accordingly. Mm-hmm. I used to do, I used to uh I used to do collections and that would be my uh that would be my final line I'd leave in voicemails. I'd be like I'd be like uh Mr. Only make sure you govern yourself accordingly. That came from Freemasonry. That's a Masonic term. Govern yourself accordingly? Yeah. Damn. It's Mason speak. That was part of the template that I was handed. Someone down the line was a Mason who totally. put that together for sure. Is that crazy? Yeah. Look at that. You, but you, it's so common though. It's like it's like I said, you know, like Millions and millions throughout <laughs> history. Like Vancouver was, if you look at the history, it's crazy how many Masons had to do with like the building of Vancouver or the arrival of the Canadian Pacific Railway into Vancouver. Mm-hmm. My lodge, Mount Hermon, is my mother lodge. I'm part of two lodges plus Scottish Right. There was members from my lodge who were on locomotive 374, the first locomotive that came across Canada into vancouver on the canadian pacific my lodge members were involved with that trip. the first one yeah Damn. the first one the same exact exact engine locomotive that's in the roundhouse in yale town that one i think it's haunted i swear i get the willies sure. when i walk around i see it <laughs> and i can't even look at it i get once i thought maybe this building's haunted it probably is everywhere's haunted I think everywhere is haunted i really do because people leave energy like energy is a transferable thing that's right it just makes total sense. I mean, you feel it, you leave it. If everything in the universe is comprised of energy, why can it not be transferable? Mm-hmm. It transfers daily. You eat a fruit, you're transferring energy, you know what I'm saying? So I think people do leave ghosts, but not necessarily always when they've passed on to whatever, the after whatever. 
died. You know what I mean? I think it's possible that you've probably left ghosts places you've been just because you left your energy there. Maybe like there's a critical moment in your life that brought out a certain energy. And it burns onto the walls. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe in that stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, if you look into uh, like quantum mechanics and the way the universe actually works from a scientific perspective, that makes complete sense. It does, yeah. Yeah. Because I still pick my nose. But there's a, a reality, mocha only, where mocha only, where you don't pick your nose, because that that would be a quantum. Yeah, theory, right. Yeah, it's possible. Anything's possible, right? I guess there would be a reality where you don't have nose, or or where you are just a giant nose. nose. You are nose. just a giant nose, and you pick your hand or something. I like that. It's funny you say <laughs> that. Yeah, I had a, I had an EP I put out, and it had noses on the front. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was yeah. the nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. It was the sinus EP. What's uh, what's up with your artwork online with the uh, the no, the no? I, I see people asking if it's an album. What's going on? All they have to do is Google. That's the thing. It's like you look, you have this brilliant contraption in front of you. You want to know something? Yeah. Google it. Go on YouTube. I'm gonna like I'm gonna look tag this with question. that note with that with that <laughs> no thing. Yeah. I put a date on there. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like. I, and I have talked about it. The song is already available for streaming. It just won't be available for purchase for another month. I'm it's gonna, just an experiment, yeah. man. I'm trying to step into this new millennium world and and try viral marketing and all that stuff. And I'm just I'm trying it out. But um, yeah, no, it's just a song. I think. Uh, first of all, I I was aware. Like I, I knew what was going yeah. on. I, I just wanted because I'm going to tag this interview so when people do get the foresight to finally be like, God damn, what is it? And then they Google it. Yeah. They'll get this interview to this exact moment. Well, I'm going to keep beating people over the head with it like a Sasquatch in heat, man. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. You, you have so much uh, in terms of discography. You have so much material, so much. I regret that sometimes. Your prolificness, you, you regret that? I regret that only to the fact that like people are have the audacity to like not fuck with me because like oh he's got too much stuff what kind of pitiful excuse is that you mean like fans like listeners they no they're not fans they're not fans oh they're not fans it's just people that make offhanded comments about things like that oh he's got too much he's got a new album out every week that's bullshit nobody so critics yeah yeah it's critics armchair critics that aren't doing anything with their own life anyway see like I have to, uh, I have to agree with you, like because the, I don't know, I, I find it weird that someone would discount your body of work simply because there's too much to sift through. Like I, that doesn't like, make any sense. Did you sense. say that to Frank Zappa when he was around? <laughs> like, come on, yeah, that's or, crazy. Man. Or you know what? It's, it's how about like artists that get cut down uh, too early in life? Someone you know, like say Lennon or something, like, that. Right. like, like uh so the the mentality is to celebrate him because he has a a smaller body of work like that's the way i look at like that's it's an odd selection like shouldn't you be relishing somebody that's so into their craft that that's right yeah they they put out a lot yeah (coughs) maybe it's a byproduct of scarcity the scarcity movement in our world do you think that maybe yeah it's possible It, it might be. Think about that, because everything else in our life is conditioned to be like, well, there's only a finite amount of it, which is bullshit. Which is bullshit. 
which is exactly the scarcity like mentality that's pushed on us, which is like absolute bullshit. Yeah, half of the stuff that's pushed on us here, especially in North America, I mean, just we should break out of that. Do your best to just go with your gut and your intuitions. Yeah, man. If I feel like uh, you can't please everybody, be. you know, you just have to live. There's things that you're going to encounter in life where you're not going to please yourself all the time unless you actually just go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? You're going to step on toes inadvertently. Just try not to step on toes intentionally, you know what I mean? But not everybody's going to agree with your choices. Not everybody's going to agree with your expression. You're going to downright piss some people off. There's no escape from that. But you know what? You're your only you. You are your own universe. You have to live with your choices, you know what I mean? And any consequences that come with that. So just enjoy. Enjoy. Try to do the right thing and enjoy. That's all you got to do. And that's how I look at my, my, my body of work, you know what I mean? Like, I can't please everybody. It's impossible. And some of my shit probably does piss people off. I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, how, how yeah, I try to. That, I, but my my whole thing is to try to put out music that actually energizes you and and up uplifts like your spirit. That's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I've what you know. At risk of sounding like I'm on my own dick, which sometimes I am and sometimes I'm not. If you go through my body work, you could have a lot of fun because I've done play the connect the dots thing like there's so much uh, this is a thing Frank Zappa had said before like uh, conceptual continuity he didn't invent that he, he invented that from or, or got that borrowed that term from artists but uh, conceptual continuity. conceptual continuity like he was always talking about zircon and crusted tweezers and poodles would work his way into the, the the music he did and i've been the same way like there's holdovers and carryovers from 10 years ago that i'm still making reference to hidden in songs i'm doing this for sleuths i call them torch runes my real fans my real like solid fans are the ones that know that my nickname has been torch in the past torch floor. therefore i dub them torture runes yeah. <laughs> it's an intentionally silly title because the whole concept of celebrity is really silly. So why not give them a silly name? They relish it and they like it and they understand me, you know what I mean? I can be a voice of the misfits per se, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. I'm trying to I always leave clues in my music or like I'll do some sneaky shit like a song I did maybe like 13 years ago. I'll do a new song and I'll replicate the exact cadence and exact vowel sounds of that song but it'll be a whole different song and, and and only the ones with ears that hear will pick that out but when they do it makes them feel great like they're they like they got a little something more than the next person right because right. they took the time to do the homework and life is like that like if you take the time to do homework with a field that you're interested in you will benefit in some way shape or form you will benefit I think the the dedication it takes the listener nowadays to be able to pour through a catalog and to really become attached to it, that's indicative of a smart mindset of, of a person who has character in many other regards in their life. Right. I think it takes a lot. It takes a lot to really be able to delve into it, you know? Yeah. It's like the exact contrast of that is the dude who's like, or the girl, the guy, girl, whoever, 
the person who listens to it and goes, yeah, I like the way the beat sounds. You're like, what about the lyrics? Oh, I don't listen to lyrics. Right. Right. And you, you deal with that mentality and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, well, do you, have you heard of this? No, I only listen to whatever people show me. I want people to listen to yeah. the lyrics. I'm putting like secret things in there. Like I'm putting, I'm putting secrets in my lyrics. I'm putting magic in my lyrics. I'm putting geometry in my lyrics. Totally. So, you know, delve a little, live a little. Brush up. Brush up. <laughs> brush your brain. Speak up. Get like out your it. brain brush and brush your brain. What do you think? Should we get a burger? I think uh, that might be a good look. If people want to follow you, my good friend. Yeah. How can they follow you online? Very simple. Um, on Twitter, it's at mocha underscore only. Boom. On Instagram, it's at mocha underscore only. On Facebook, Mocha only. It's a page. Um, and I I govern that accordingly along with my manager and, and <laughs> another moderator. Nice. Um, yeah, so that, and mochaonly.net. That's a website. I'm all over. the. I'm everywhere, man. And you're only a Google search away, my friend. That's it. Kids, use your Google. Like, <laughs> seriously. I, I, I find it amusing when people say, oh, where can I get this? When I've just said the information of where you can get this, <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, you're the one with the Google. You're the one with, you, you know, you got your finger tits on the keyboard. Finger tits. Yeah. I, t- I think. I heard uh, that term today and I just can't, I can't get away from it. I just got to say one more thing. Yeah. I really love Biff Naked. Oh, yeah. I, I just had her on uh, my other show that just yep. debuted. Yeah, Knights of Dunsmuir. Yeah, I just want to give a big shout-out to Biff Naked. We've talked about doing some music together, and I really hope that's going to happen, man. She's just a great person and, and an awesome artist. Um, yeah, She knows I'm on her jock. I'm, I'm yeah. always, like, tweeting stuff she about was, it. She uh, was sitting in that exact seat, like, and a I couple weeks ago. I can feel the ago. energy. Yeah, I can feel totally. the energy, man. I was saying to you outside... When uh, when you showed up, I was telling you, you know, because uh, we chatted about the Biff episode, and I was like, man, I feel really blessed because I've had probably two of the most motivationally positive people I think I've ever met in my life, uh, both uh, on on my different shows in I, one week. Man, so I think I get some of my positivity from 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 her, just like my experiences. From- you spiritually know, rich i haven't been around her for a while but like we used to tour together and that's right yeah oh it's great man i want to be more positive too just day to time man keep working on your brick you know what i mean that's right man well hey i really appreciate you uh giving some time today wow, man. Man, my pleasure entirely seriously i love to do this type of stuff i love it like you ever want to have me back oh you're always welcome my oh, friend man, always I, welcome. I live for this like yeah. If I had more time, I would do this myself. I would do one of these myself too. Like seriously, that's what I'm saying, right there. I'm I was host. I was hosting a radio show, the Crispy Biscuit Show. Rest in peace to my man, Incredible Easy. I was I was hosting in place at him when when he was ill mm-hmm. with Kilo C, and it was it was great to be back. You know, we were at Simon Fraser University every weekend on the top oh, yeah. of Burnaby Mountain, and it, there it was, doing exactly this. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, was, it was great, and it felt awesome. But my schedule just touring like i, I couldn't Believe do it me. anymore yeah well that's uh i'm literally staring down the end of that gun right now <laughs> so right it's, it's well kinda... you know man i might just start start with just like a simple podcast and see where it goes from there do it you know I, mean? I seriously think you should i i, I it's the best part of <laughs> waking up full just in your cup that's right there 
Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow past episodes of Intergalactic Interviews, you can do so by going to intergalacticinterviews.com. Yeah. Uh, or you can find me on Twitter. My name is Jamie. Some people call me MD. You can find me on Twitter at MD underscore Boomsday. Also on Instagram at the same handle. Same handle. And Just use your fingertips. You'll find it. Use your fingertips. And uh, you can clearly hear the music. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, check out Moko only. We love this guy. He'll be back soon. I love everybody. I check love, out Torchlight Commission. Blah. Yeah.